Hello and welcome to yet another edition of the Spitballing Pods World Cup Breakdown. We'll be breaking down another of the World Cup teams here and this week we will be doing Denmark and I'm joined by Tom Kennett and Brad Martin. I'm Luke Byron, passionate Denmark fan, so hopefully I'm not too biased here. Ever since you realised Sam Toft was a Denmark fan, you thought you'd Disgusting, get on the bandwagon. I've been there since Bentner was born. <laughs> um, so, not only did the uh, World Cup qualifying campaign end successfully for them for the first time since 2009, the public has fallen back in love with the team. And would you say that's a coincidence now that Bentner's back in the lineup? <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, they crushed Poland 4-0 and the Republic of Ireland 5-1 in the space of two months. Christian Eriksen obviously did the business. He did. Broke the Irish hearts. Why do people from around here love the Irish so much? Like People are like, big time rooting for the Irish in that. Why would you not root for Denmark? Why would you root for Denmark? Bentner. You've got a problem with them. And Eriksen is a joy to watch despite being a Spurs player. Yeah, you're not saying that when he's in a Spurs shirt. No, actually, I've got a couple of things to say on him here. So, um, I don't know if too much pressure has been put on Ericsson since the performances recently. Um, he's been described as having a Michael Laudrup level of play in the team, scored 11 goals in 12 games. That's very good. And the manager has come out and said, we'll be a danger to all teams solely because of him. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if he's a guy who can take pressure. I mean, at Spurs, as much as you know he's there, I don't know the right way to say it. He he doesn't try and take the limelight. He's not like a brash player. He has Harry Kane there, who's the one people are looking at. He's got Deli Ali to be... Kane and Ali get the headlines. Though. Yeah. Good so he's able to kind of go behind the scenes during the game. A little bit. I mean, yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right in what you're saying with that, but Ericsson's the one that makes him tick. Ericsson's yeah. the one who creates. And if it's not an assist, it's normally the pass before. Um, and if he sees that something's going wrong, he knows himself that he's got to adjust something in his own game. So if it means dropping five yards to pick up the ball deeper, he does that. It may be just that he's not out there in chopsy that I'm saying yeah. he can't handle the pressure. Yeah, he's the most intelligent player. Isn't he? But it's like, uh, well, it's kind of, it's kind of like Urzil because with with games with him, where a team like. A lower half team, I was going to say Burnley, but we're five or six place with them. A team that is going to be able to pick him out and make him the priority in like a big game because they see that there, then he has less of an impact. But say a team against a lesser side, then they kind of, everywhere there is a worry. So they can't focus all of their means on him because they don't trust the other players to be able to go against everyone else. So it's whether he's going to be able to cope with that then. I mean, they're in a group with Australia, France and Peru. So, they'll go for in second. Disrespecting the Peruvians. We're not going back to the Peruvians again. <laughs> <laughs> they're my dark horses. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they're going to, they've been going with a direct style of play. Um, so, they've been, they've got Thomas Delaney there in the midfield, um, second highest scorer for Denmark in qualifying. They've got um, a kind of battle between Jorgensen, Cornelius and Bentner as a central striker. Cornelius and Bentner fighting for the spot. For five Christensen minutes. isn't actually starting for them recently. No. It's been... Um, Simon Kier? Yeah, and Andreas Bieland. 
which yeah, the he best not make a single mistake this tournament or he's writing the headlines <laughs> for himself. Yeah, hopefully he's not like a cocky bastard. Do you remember, who was it in the league? Um, was it that um, Kuntz? And there was, <laughs> and there was the there was the clip. I think it was like Swansea away, where someone had clocked the back of his shirt, and you've seen the bloke point it out and have a laugh to himself. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is going to do that with Bieland this World Cup. Yeah, that's going to, like you said, right itself. <laughs> yeah, I laughed at it myself, so I can't even criticise anyone else for laughing. <laughs> got at a it. couple of decent midfielders, though, haven't they? Yeah, Daniel Wass um, from Sartre Vigo, uh, Martin Crondelli from Sevilla. Well, I um, think they're going to be severely underestimated, and I think that could work in their favour, but. That's why they don't want to put any pressure on themselves. They should play up the underdog status. It's that, that striking role, that's the one that concerns me, that one up top. Benton has been banging in the goals for Rosenborg. Yeah, you did also say their two top scorers from qualifying were both infielders. Benton has been in and out of the team. He's only just come back to form. Like you said, three of them are fighting for the one spot. Yeah. Two of them are Cornelius and Bentner, So, Where's Braithwaite in all this? Is he not getting in at all? Yeah. It's not a good time to be a Marcel. <laughs> He's a Martin. <laughs> sure. Martin Braithwaite. He changed his name because he didn't want to be a Marcel. Still maintain it's not a great time to be a Marcel. <laughs> Have you seen this, Brad? Big Love Island fan that you are. I've seen it. I think you mean Big Blazing Squad fan that he is. <laughs> I'm, going out th- I'm going out to Mexico at the end of the month, so I'll uh, make sure he's okay. <laughs> oh, so I thought you were going to say you're going to do the same. <laughs> I was going to say, do not listen to this podcast. Alright, <laughs> re-edit this. <laughs> Why just take that little clip? <laughs> just put that out there. Alright, so uh, this is our fifth appearance at World Cup Finals, the first of which coming in 1986. Um, so their best result has been making it to the quarterfinals in 98. They've got Poulsen who can play as a striker or a winger. And this was what I uh, mentioned when we had a little uh, chat beforehand. This is an anomaly. Six foot four guy playing on the wing. <laughs> Getting diagonal balls up to him, that's what it is. Like, it, it's like um Well I had an example in my head and now it's got no. Um like uh Nganu with someone like that where they you would see how big they are, and then you see them like charge across you like Lesnar has this freaky speed and you shouldn't be that big, you shouldn't be that you shouldn't be that tall and be playing on the wing. Gronk. It's like having <laughs> Gronk running at you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if they do that there, then I mean, a tall guy on the wing that you can pump it up to when you've got the distribution that Ericsson has. Slightly different, but Mandzukic playing on the left for Juve. Mm. Yeah, that's a good check. True. I don't really like that though, but I think I feel like, do you think like that's when you play on FIFA as Argentina or PSG and you're just trying to fit everyone in one team? And so <laughs> you end up putting like uh, Di Maria in holding midfield and left you put like Dybala out on like left midfield or something stupid like that just so you can get everyone in the team Manzukic gets sacked off when we're playing FIFA he does have Alexandro <laughs> bombing past him as well so it's not like he has to maintain the pace there not the worst option no Um. yeah well I've just written down six or four wingers like a superhero in your team those powers just shouldn't be there <laughs> Thanos is going to wipe out Christian Poulsen alright so um, every tournament has a dark horse We've got our dark horse here. <laughs> You've already declared Peru the dark horse. Is this going to be every time we sit down <laughs> to do a team, you're going to come up with a different team? There are several dark horses. <laughs> you can't claim a team to be a dark horse just on the fact that Nicholas Bentner plays for him. And Ericsson. 
He's got a theme of doing this with horses, though. Back half the field. No, not me. I mean, I, I won't. I won't drop the name here, but I think I might have said the story here before. A friend, a friend of all of ours. <laughs> tips, He's no friend of mine. <laughs> tips half the field, and then you see him celebrating the win after you. Like, no, no, our horses won. He's like, bad up, mate. Fancy it. <laughs> I think they'll fancy their chances of qualifying through the group. Well, they should do. Yeah. So I say they're in the same group as Australia. Yeah. Yes, they are. Do not let that ball get near Tim Cahill's head. He's still playing. Just yeah. For Jesus. At Millwall. No, yeah, I he's... International oh, yeah, yeah. Though. Yeah, he's back in the Australian squad. The... He's... Is Dalaga playing? Nice. I very much doubt it. <laughs> his legs are shot to pieces that was Liverpool's biggest mistake letting him go we shouldn't have but then about a year later he didn't said he yeah, my say body couldn't really hold up anymore didn't he actually ask to leave as well quite respect that it's like yeah, a boxer, when, boxer back, when they go out after a big win went back to uh, Bronby as well where he started yeah. cute alright so um, I'm going to pick them here quarter final appearance Nice blender youth and experience. Got some key players in their prime. Who are they going to run into in that last 16? Though? That's, you know what? That's I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to roll Germany as they get them. They're going to be the garner of the tournament and Suarez is not going to be there to handball it. Marcel Desailly will probably fucking try clean them as well. <laughs> that was so disgusting when he handballed that. I mean, <laughs> if that was your countryman, you would be buzzing. 100%. He was... You don't blame me for the handball, the celebration when they missed the penalty was outrageous. <laughs> well, it was kind of the thing when he was at Liverpool, everyone else hated him, but he was your shit house, so you were you yeah. you, you, were, you were okay to love him. Can't get my words out. This was before he was at Liverpool as well, and you <laughs> yeah. realised what a shit house was going to be. He scored, I mean, I don't want to go too in on Uruguay here, but I remember there was a goal in that World Cup where it was pouring down with rain, and he cut in from the corner and he banged it in the top, and there's nothing better than a dramatic game in the heavy rain. You're damn right. There was a goal when Argentina had to qualify for for maybe in the last World Cup or the one before, and Aguero was like, he's Peru. And Aguero scored late. I think it was Aguero. But in the heavy rain, they went nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, they run into Argentina. It takes us nicely on to it. Takes us on to you it. Know what, that's, that's a nice matchup star-wise, though. If you're going to go direct against someone, you may as well do it against Argentina. You ain't going to outplay them. I'll tell you this about the comparison between uh, Bentner and Messi. <laughs> More Premier League goals for Bentner. <laughs> How many Serie A's has Messi won? <laughs> you should kick yourself off. For that. You should take yourself out. How many goals in the League Cup semi-finals <laughs> Messi scored? How many League Cup finals he lost to Birmingham City? <laughs> I don't think he played. I think he got dropped for Van Persie in the final. He would that tells you all you need to know. Exactly, yeah, we would have won. Out of respect, he wouldn't have played. He wouldn't have, uh, celebrated if he scored against his old club, Birmingham, as well. That loan spell. Legend. We should name the Spit Bentner podcast. Sick the Spit Bentner I'm, podcast. Honestly, I'm sick of this love of Bentner. Why? If, if I wasn't so sweaty from playing football, I would have my Denmark Bentner shirt on. I think I would love him as a court figure if it wasn't the fact that he did think he was a dog's bollocks. This quote, I feel like Abue knew he was shit. This quote was misconstrued. He did think he was a dog anyway. Yeah, but the one the where he said he was going to be uh, better than Messi and Ronaldo, he's one of the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. When he said, I dream of being one of the best players in the world. Right. Which surely, if you're a player, every single player no, yeah, should. That's fair. You should back yourself. But he did think he was grass and he was average. 
you've just misconstrued. If you're not going to sentence, to make him look. Bad. If you're not yeah. going to, if you're not going to back yourself, how can you expect anyone else to? Well, no one else did back him after a while. He kind of got a bit. Other than Paddy Power, I was about to say that. Get them pants back out. <laughs> when he got more, find more for that than John Terry did for being racist. Paddy Power only go with the greats. Bentner, Mayweather. Take what you want from that. Okay. One to watch, as I think Brad mentioned him earlier. Thomas Delaney from Word of Bremen, eighty to one to win the tournament. If you fancy a flutter, you'll be on that then. I will be. <laughs> Ten, for the golden ten boot. pound on that means ten pound lost. <laughs> That's too far. All right, how far are you both going to pick? You're going to pick them to go through the group and then go out. You're going to pick them to qualify from the group. I'll, yeah, I'll say last sixteen they go out. I'll say they'll get out of the group. Do you think France shit out and Peru and Denmark go through? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> In a word, as a podcast, can we get behind Peru? I can get behind Peru. Shirts and all yeah. sorts. For a, a small fee. I'll buy the shirts if you can paint my face with the Peruvian flag. Okay, <laughs> okay yeah. Great deal. <laughs> Denmark have got Peru and Australia first. Um, mm. I think they beat... No one went into the tournament. I think they, think they win both of those. And then rest players against France, knowing that They'll take second place. Well, they should have qualified from the last tournament and then they beat one of the big teams. They drew with Portugal and they lost 3-1 to Japan. So, maybe it's going to be the last game that they're going to have to get a result out of France. Remember when we turfed them out the 2002 World Cup? France third now with the goal. Well, France may have already qualified by the time they played Denmark. Yeah. They're going to want to top the group. Do you think we'll have any situations like we had with the shithousery and the under-21s where the two teams know they're through so they literally just don't kick the ball? (laughs) (laughs) I would love it. There'd be such outrage. Did you have an issue with it when it happened? I had an issue, but at the same time, I was like, why would either of you risk it? So it actually makes perfect sense. Well, I think you can do it without being quite as obvious about it as they were. Well, like yeah, you, but you can see a game where there's not much urgency. But it, would you, you but... would you trust another team saying, "All right, we got a deal on here. We'll take it up to your corner flag, and we're going to hold it here." <laughs> no, it would be like golden balls. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. What, that was? what would you do on golden balls? Would you always steal? steal? Yeah. yeah. If I'm not having it, no one's having it. Well, the thing is, yeah. If you steal and they split, you get all the money. If you steal and they steal, they were going to net the money off you anyway. So. I'd love to put in one hell of a performance on there. The issue is that you have to have been truthful the way through and not lied too much for them to believe you in the final. Yeah, exactly. So I've got kids, man. I've got kids. <laughs> I've got bills to pay. Anyway, hopefully it doesn't come down to a golden ball situation in this year's World Cup. Although, what animal do you think they're going to have this year predicting shit? They always Ooh. have something. Like Ooh. they have the octopus, the TK, one. Yeah. I like the way you think. Tortoise. Guinea pig. A guinea pig guessing games and the Peruvians <laughs> get to him and they say, he calls Denmark beating them first game like, fuck you. <laughs> you get eaten. Spitball in Peru is our new name. I'll, I'll get behind that one. For the World Cup. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Brad, did you say how far you think they're going to go before we uh, wrap this one up? Uh, yeah, I think they'll struggle through the group but get through um, and then Argentina will send them packing well, I think the longest one now of our five we've recorded so far has been Denmark. Read into that what you will. 
You'll fucking soliloquy about <laughs> your love letter to Bentham as well, did it? Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod World Cup Breakdown. Share it with your fellow countrymen, your mum, your auntie, your uncles, your sisters, and anyone else you know. We'll be back later this week with another breakdown for you and uh, get in touch with us on Twitter at SpitballingPod. Check out the website www.spitballingpod.com where we may have a few more Connors Corners breaking down some of these World Cup teams if you haven't got quite got your fix here. Thank you. <laughs>